Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Are you caring for an aging parent? Are you searching for answers? Welcome to Senior Care Live, a program dedicated to you, providing information, education, and resources, helping you become the best caregiver you can be. I'm your host, Steve Keeker. Hello and welcome to Senior Care Live. I'm Steve Keeker, President of Senior Care Consulting. Thanks so much for tuning in today. I really appreciate it. The mission here on the program is to provide information, education, and resources for seniors and their caregivers. We discuss important subjects such as how to remain independent in your own home, when to consider moving from home to a senior care community, how to find the right senior care community meeting your exact needs, and then how do you pay for all this? Everything is super expensive. How do you pay for the high cost of senior care? We also review legal issues involving elder law and estate planning, and we also discuss how to care for the caregiver. So if you're listening to us on the radio, streaming us online, or listening to a podcast after the fact, again, thanks so much for being here today. You are appreciated. If you need help with placement services from my firm, Senior Care Consulting, or if you want to learn more about the services provided by one of our very knowledgeable guests, you can reach us on our toll-free number, and it's a 24-hour number. You could call in the middle of the night, literally. Feel free. Help yourself. It's 1-800-331-6445. 1-800-331-6445. And also, don't forget to visit us online at Senior Care Live. L-I-V-E, SeniorCareLive.com. Let's go ahead and jump in uh, with my special guest today, Colleen Talley. She's an RN and uh, site educator in the state of Missouri for Crossroads Hospice. Uh, Colleen, thanks so much for being here today. Hey, thanks, Steve. It's a great pleasure and honor to be here and to be able to provide a resource to our wonderful seniors out in the community. All right. And for our listeners, if you want to reach out to Crossroads Hospice, it's 816-333-9200, 816-333-9200. That, that phone number, Colleen, works for Kansas and Missouri all over the place, uh, but that that's kind of the main, main number, and then you can help people from there. That is correct. You can call that number, and we can put you in touch with the nearest location nationwide with our Crossroads Hospice Agency. All right. And you can also reach out Crossroads Hospice uh, online. It's a great website, crossroadshospice.com. So, uh, Colleen, again, I'm really excited for you to be here today and really interested in, in the information you'll provide for our, uh, for myself too, mm-hmm. as well as our listeners, how to choose a hospice provider. And so, I mean, that, that's a, that's a big subject. So, uh, so how do you choose a hospice provider? You know, that is one challenging question that we as family members, patients, and caregivers ask ourselves. And a couple of key points that we always encourage our families and our patients to do, first and foremost, is always go with your gut instinct. 
You know, when you first meet the hospice agency, if they're warm and welcome, and if they'll come to you, they should be able to accommodate your needs wherever you're at, whether it be in your home, your assisted living facility, or if it be in a long-term care facility. So we always encourage them to go with our gut. Okay. And, and you know, that, that's a really good point. If we've made it in the past, I always like to support that. Where can an individual receive hospice services? That is a very good question, Steve. Um, they can receive hospice services anywhere they need to. Um, we've cared for patients in their home environment, in long-term care facilities, in assisted living facilities, in hospitals underneath a GIP, general inpatient. I apologize for using the short acronym. Acronymology. Acronymology, exactly. GIP is a hospice yeah. terminology and yeah. a Medicare benefit for you. There you go. Um, we've cared for patients in hotel rooms, a wide variety. Wherever the need is, we should be able to come to the location and care for that patient. So Crossroads Hospice can help anyone wherever they live. That is correct. And that is in any environment. Any environment. So, so a lot of people think that, uh, you know, hospice is only provided maybe like in a nursing home or something mm-hmm. like that, but it can be in your home, in, in your house, in your apartment, in your assisted living apartment, uh, you know, like you said, at, at a hotel. I, I mean, exactly uh, anywhere, wh- wherever you are, Crossroads Hospice will come to you and deliver the best hospice services available. 816-333-9200, So, so when, so go with your gut and it, you know what? Your gut's usually right, isn't it? Your gut is usually right. If and, something doesn't feel right, you got to go with it. Yeah, and all of these senses and, uh, and, and, and you just, I don't know, just sometimes you just, you just know you have a, you have a, a, a feeling of confidence or not, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, and, and there are a lot of providers in our market providing all sorts of services. And frankly, some do a better job than others. So, uh, so the one thing is just, just trust your, your gut instinct and pay attention to that. And, uh, so some other things, you know, response time, face to face, uh, interaction. So, so what happens if someone one says to Crossroads Hospice, we're, we're interested, and they contact you. What, what is the process? What's the next step? So I can get a gut, react, gut reaction. Absolutely. Um, what our process is, we try to get in contact with that patient or the PCG and come to them. So let's say your loved one's in the hospital, and the spouse is unable to go to the hospital to meet with them mm-hmm. and provide that support. We will go to the family member wherever they may be, even mm-hmm. if they're not in that same location as the patient. Okay. Okay. And the other thing is, is we want to respond to them very promptly to make sure that their needs are met because it's not up to us until we do an assessment of the patient to see how long they actually have before they transition to end of life. Mm-hmm. So we want to make sure we're getting in there and making sure that they have the resources available to them immediately. And then do you make um, some sort of a decision or maybe work with the physician to determine uh, that, that prognosis? Uh, you're generally looking for six months or less. It doesn't have to be six months or less, though. Is that correct? That is correct. All we need is an order from a physician stating that the patient is terminally ill, and they would sign that certification stating that that patient is terminally ill. That is correct. So we have to have the order that is driven by their primary care physician, their hospitalist, um, ER physician, whomever it may be, stating that patient has a terminal illness. Okay, and then they're they're not being treated to try to uh, to try to defeat that illness. Uh, they're we're talking about quality of life at this point. 
quality, comfort, and dignity is what hospice is about. Our number one goal is making sure that that patient has a pain-free, managing those symptoms that may be related to that terminal illness, and giving them dignity while they transition to end of life. You know, when my when my dad, um, we found out he had cancer and the surgery was not going to work, um, and, and, and he chose to do some chemo and everything. We tried really, really, really hard to just to normalize everything, do a normal routine. Uh, now this, this is a while back. So, uh, we used to like to watch Mike Tyson. You know, it was, it was always <laughs> this crazy, craziness, right? Yeah. Uh, and so I'll never forget sitting there with my dad and he was not, well, mm-hmm. okay, but he was definitely with it, and, and we watched Mike Tyson uh, Holyfield uh, fight where oh. Tyson bit off part of his ear. <laughs> right? But my dad was like, "Oh my gosh, did you see that?" So, but this is something that we always did, you know. We, we we would we would watch sporting events and and have pizza on Friday nights, and we just we tried to do normal stuff. And hospice can help a family just do normal stuff, and and, and like you said, have dignity and be in comfort and and, and maximize the quality. That is absolutely correct. That is our number one goal, maximize quality of life. So staff to patient ratio, it's something that I look at with senior care consulting. I always calculate that uh, with my placement service when I'm working with families and we're, we're analyzing uh, the senior care community. D- it, does that come into uh, uh come into play or, or importance with, with a, a hospice service? That is, it is very important. Um, to start out first off with hospice services, we have an IDG. There goes my... Acronym. All right, all right, so say that again. ID, what is IDG. It? it stands for Interdisciplinary Group. Okay. And what you'll be assigned to is you've got your hospice medical director, a nurse case manager, a social worker, chaplain, CNA. They'll also help out with providing home services or wherever they're at. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, with Crossroads Hospice, we have our after hours. So we're available 24-7 for our patients if there is a need. So That's important. Very, very important. So staff ratio, you've got your interdisciplinary group or your IDG team. And then what services do they provide after hours, on weekends, on holidays? If my loved one goes into a pain crisis on Labor Day, what am I going to do? We want to make sure, you want to make sure as a consumer that they're able to respond and meet those needs of your loved one. Okay, and I know uh, that there are a lot of programs uh, available through Crossroads Hospice, I'm I'm just constantly talking about this because I'm just amazed with it, and sometimes it brings me to tears, and sometimes it just makes me happy, and I just kind of just laugh to myself. I I, I follow you on Facebook, and mo- the most recent one was this gentleman uh, got to meet Lionel Richie, and dancing on the seat, all right, and all that stuff, and and he said he was. I, I read something. I, uh, he was singing Brick House. <laughs> yes, that is correct. He was singing Brick House. Was a brick House. house. You know, and uh, but but th- this was uh, this was a dream come true for him. And just how how did you set? I mean, how do you do that? You know, we have our gift of the day program, and it is quite an inspiration. We try to look and put ourselves in the patient's shoes and see what would be their special day for them. And to this gentleman, for example, going to see Lionel Richie with his loved ones and being able to experience it and see him live on stage is something that he's never been able to experience before, and it was a great experience for him. See, that's just fantastic. One of the many, many reasons 
to reach out to Crossroads Hospice, 816-333-9200, 816-333-9200. And even if you're not sure if you qualify for Crossroads Hospice or Hospice uh, Services, excuse me, Reach out to Crossroads and they will help you determine that. And if you do qualify, they will, uh, they'll get you set up and they do a fantastic, fantastic job and level of support for, uh, for the patient as well as their entire family. I'll be right back with Colleen. But first, the Senior Care Live question of the week. A prepaid funeral plan is considered an exempt asset for Medicaid qualification purposes in the state of Missouri. Is this statement true? or false. Which one is it? We'll find out right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Again, that's 1-800-331-6445. And don't forget, you can stream this program to any electronic device. It's very simple. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com. Click on the Listen Live button or the big microphone. You can't miss it. It's right there on the front page. The homepage. Give it a few seconds to connect, and you are in. It'll start streaming to your phone, your tablet, your computer, whatever you have. It really is that simple. All right, back to the Senior Care Live question of the week. A prepaid funeral plan is considered an exempt asset for Medicaid qualification purposes in the state of Missouri. Is this statement true or false? And the answer is... True. This is true. It is an exempt asset in the state of Missouri, and it is an exempt asset in the state of Kansas. That's why I always coach my clients with Senior Care Consulting uh, to take some cash, which is a countable asset that has to be spent down by a prepaid funeral plan. You've taken a countable asset, you've turned it into an exempt asset, and you have that expense taken care of. You don't have to worry about it. It's just smart business. It's a great, great idea. Back to my special guest in studio today, Colleen Talley. She's a registered nurse with Crossroads Hospice. Colleen takes care of continuing education and staff education at all of the various sites throughout Missouri with Crossroads Hospice. And uh, Colleen, uh, first, let me give you give uh, the phone number. It's uh, uh, 816-333-9200. And again, that'll work for Kansas or Missouri. Just call that number. That's your main office number. And then they will connect you with, uh, with the right location. That is correct. You can call that number and we can put you in touch with either of our locations all right so uh, off record we had a pretty good uh, pretty good uh, brick house going with we had base parts going and <laughs> so so I, I just love it that's just an old classic I'm just so glad that that the gentleman your your patient got that gift of a day it just I smile sometimes 
they bring me to tears. It's just, but I just, I just, I smiled on that one. Just, I'm a musician, so I mean, I can really appreciate all of that. And for Lionel Richie, it was probably a real honor for him as well to yeah. meet your patient. Yeah. So, all right. So let's get back to some of your others. So we talked about Gift of a Day, and and again, I, I love that program. But uh, Life Journals. Let's talk about that for a minute. And then you've got Veteran Recognition programs as well. That is correct. Our Life Journals are a great way for us to get to know our patients. Our volunteers will go out into the patients' homes and collect information on the patient's life and create what we call a life journal. And our goal is when we're creating this is we sit there and we get the timeline of the patient's lives. And we talk about momentous events. We talk about different things that they've lived through, um, different professions that they may or may have worked, different recipes that they like to cook with. And what we do is we go back to the office and we create this life journal as a gift for the patient's family members. So that that way they always have a nice memento of their loved one as well. And that that's a that's a, a beautiful thing. We had one of your uh, one of your volunteers, mm-hmm. and he was. Uh, I know we're going to talk about veterans. He was actually helping out a veteran, and uh, and the veteran was bragging to his family, "Hey, uh, they wrote a book about me. Come on, listen, let's check it out." It's just, <laughs> but it was awesome. It's just what a beautiful uh, keepsake that is. So, it is a really and, great and, keepsake. And so the theme today is, you know, how do you choose a hospice provider? There are quite a few providers, uh, but but guess what? Uh, it, Crossroads Hospice has been providing excellent hospice uh, services and support for many, many years. Uh, it's a it's a regional company, very strong in Kansas and Missouri, and we have all of these extra perks, all of these extra ben- benefits. And we're going to get into some numbers here in a minute. But but uh, along with trusting your gut and some of these numbers, we're going to share with you, which are really stunning and staggering. Uh, all of these extras, uh, this this really makes the difference. I, I think. I agree. So um, veterans recognition, talk about that for a second. Um, When we have a patient that comes on service, that's part of our initial registration process is finding out which branch the patient had served in which ward the patient had served in. And we um, go to the patient's home and present them with a recognition and do a ceremony with that patient's family. You know what's kind of fascinating to me, Steve, is a lot of times veterans don't talk to their family members about their years of service. They absolutely do not. That's they right. do not. They're yeah. very stoic and they're very proud. Yeah. This is an opportunity for family members to get to know and understand what branch of service they provide and what type of military service they provided to our country. Excellent, excellent. Let's talk about average visits per week and talk about some percentages here. Uh, I, uh, I, I was uh, pre- in a previous life. I was a vice president of a home health agency, mm-hmm. uh, and and a lot of uh, and this is this has been a while back, <laughs> quite a few years ago. But a, a lot of home health agencies played the game of just enough visits mm-hmm. to get maximum reimbursement and nothing more. Uh, my agency, we were, we were probably four or five visits per episode more because we just we took care of our patients and we we got them better and we didn't care if we were right at that 11 or 12 number or if we were at 15 or 16 or 17 we were taking care of people and when they needed home health care again guess who they called they called us we just we were just trying to do the best that we could and i crossroads does this uh, as well and i see that the average patients uh, excuse me average patient visits per week the crossroads hospice number is 26 percent higher than 
than the national average. That is correct. We provide ourselves. We're available 24-7, 365 days to take care of their patients. We also have our watch program that's available for patients as they start to transition to end of life. We will come make a visit after hours and continue to monitor to ensure that their symptoms are managed and they're taken care of as they're going through that challenging transition. Okay, and then uh, the attended death rate, I know that's that's a huge one for me because... this is this is pretty tough, but in your last hours, in your last minutes, you don't you you just can't be alone. You need someone needs to be there, and and this is a huge one for me. Kind of kind of hard to talk talk about, but uh, but uh, the uh, the national attended death rate that means someone from the hospice service being there with their patients is thirty two percent. That sounds so terribly low to me the crossroads number is somewhere between 80 and 85 percent there's a little fluctuation there but it's not even close you are there for your patients and their families that is the most important time for hospice agencies to be there with that patient and those family members educating about what signs and symptoms clinically they may be seeing supporting them making sure that their pain is managed and that symptoms are managed and they're taken care of all right. So I imagine that most of your patients uh, are on Medicare. So does does Medicare cover the hospice program cost? That is correct. It is a part of the Medicare Part A benefit, uh-huh. and it is 100% covered by their Medicare benefit. We also have got unfunded patients, and we also take private insurance companies as well. All right. So you're you're taking care of every everyone. We are taking care you're of just, everyone. Uh, 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 yeah, you're taking care of everyone whether they can pay. Most most will be Medicare, some private insurance, but the bottom line is you're taking care of your patients. You're providing 26% more visits per week than the national average, and you are there over 80% of the time uh, at at those those final moments, and the national average is 32%. So, Colleen, thanks so much for being here today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. It's been an honor to be here and to provide the support and education. All right, folks, seriously, call Crossroads Hospice, 816-333-9200. They'll come out, they'll meet with you, they'll help you uh, determine whether you qualify or not. And if you do, they can start services right away. It's for the patient and their entire family. I highly recommend them. Give Crossroads a call. I'll have a whole lot more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll-free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time. That's 1-800-331-6445. Operators are always standing by. You will speak with a real person. If we cannot answer the phone directly, a real person will visit with you, take some information, and one of our experts will contact you right back. one 800 
231-6445. And don't forget, if you miss an episode of Senior Care Live, maybe you want to share the program with a friend or family member, or maybe you just want to listen to it again, no worries at all. Just go to SeniorCareLive.com, click on the podcast tab, and there you'll find all of the previously aired episodes. Just find the one you're looking for, click play, and boom, you're in. It'll Again, it'll, it'll just play, uh, it'll stream uh, electronically, and uh, and you can... Help yourself. Lots and lots and lots of people do that every single month. And uh, so there you go. So <laughs> I was speaking with a friend last week, and then I, and I was complaining about my basement. And then I, I, I thought about the situation in Houston and the uh, just the historic flooding. And I thought, you know what? I have nothing to complain about. And so now I feel bad about whining last weekend. I, I, I have no problems at all. Uh, some damp carpet, no worries. We've got it taken care of. Uh, everything's fine. Uh, just please join me in, in praying for all of the people affected today, tomorrow, next month, next year. This is This will be a multiple year clean up and turn around and rebuild in Houston and all throughout the rest of eastern Texas and Louisiana and all of the affected areas. Just please please join me in continuing to pray for all of those affected. Just just horrible, horrible situation there. Uh, so, again, I was speaking with a friend and we were talking about some of the mistakes that we see people making. I did touch on this last week. And there are just several others that I just feel, uh, I just felt kind of a nudge that it, it was really important to share some of these other ones with you because I, I shared some, but not all of them. So we're going to talk about some mistakes uh, that are just fairly commonly made when, uh, when considering moving to a senior care community. Uh, and, and it's, they're, they're, they can be devastating. So I'm going to try to help you see the mistakes and then hopefully help you not make these mistakes. Also going to talk about how you can avoid them. Uh, so, number one, delay in moving or postponing the move, waiting too long to move. Um, you should, it, generally speaking, move sooner than you think you have to. That's a really good rule of thumb. Uh, well, we don't really need to move uh, immediately, uh, but but let, let's go ahead and move just ahead of slightly ahead of the need. That is so much better than being proactive is just so much better than being in a reactive uh, situation. And, and I've just again I've spoken with so many people over the last fifteen years uh, operating senior care consulting, and they just wait too long. And I'll get a call, and now we're in a crisis. And I can. I can help people in a crisis. Senior care consulting can move quickly, and we can help you in a crisis if you've waited too long. Uh, and, and it's okay, and we just react, and we do the best that we can, and we'll help you through that. But it's much easier on you, and it's a much better situation for you and your family and your loved one if you do this proactively. So uh, one of my clients, uh, he, he traveled quite a bit. His mom his mom lived uh, there in the in the home. And, um, he was traveling. He was over. It wasn't, he wasn't too far away. He was in St. Louis, but he, he was telling me the story. He said, yeah, I, I just got a call from the police. And I'm like, Oh, what's going on? He goes, well, my mom walked away from the house and, uh, couldn't make her way back. She's walking down the middle of the street. Police officers picked her up and asked her if she's okay. She was pretty confused. So they took her to the hospital and they informed me that she is not coming back home. It's not safe and that she needs to move to a senior care community. 
uh, can you help me do that? And can you help me pretty quickly do that? And so, yes. And, and he goes, you know what? I should have called you several months ago. I knew I was pushing my luck. And I said, hey, that's all right. Let's just, I'm glad she's not hurt. And I'm glad that some very nice police officers found her uh, before there could have been an, an accident uh, or before she was out exposed to the elements for too long. Uh, so th- this one had a happy ending. This was okay, uh, but he really waited a little bit too long. Uh, I have another client. This has been, you know, quite a several years ago, actually. And she said, Steve, I'm going to put this off. I, I know I should probably be doing it, but I just, I, I just can't quite move yet. Uh, but but I, I'm going to give you a call sometime in the near future. One morning at 8 o'clock, the phone rings, and she was just in a panic. She was hysterical. She said, Steve, I'm so sorry. I should have called you months ago. I, I, I should have done this. Um, we got real lucky last night. And I said, what happened? And she said, long story short, she said, my mom is generally up overnight drinking coffee. She has her nights and days mixed up. So she's up all night watching TV and drinking coffee. And um, and, and on the uh, and she was watching TV. And then I heard something almost like outside in the garage. I looked out and the garage door was up and there's my mom walking. She's about a block away already walking down the street with her coffee I running down there. I said, Mom, what are you doing? She goes, well. I, I, someone needs to patrol the neighborhood, so I'm the neighborhood patrol person tonight. Now, here's the problem with that story. This was in early January. It was about two degrees outside, and she was in her socks and a really light kind of a pajama house coat kind of a thing. Um, two degrees. Her, her coffee was already like stone cold from being hot. I mean, it was, it was super cold, very dangerous. If she wouldn't have, she didn't wake up, she didn't hear her mom, that story could have ended very, very badly. And she knows it. So we moved quickly, found a great place for her mom. But she said, we got so lucky. I can't believe that by dragging my feet and not just standing up and just kind of working through this and kind of facing my fear of the unknown and getting educated with senior care consulting and moving through... I, my dragging, my foot dragging and my inaction, um, could have cost my mom her life. And we're, we're real, real, real lucky. So, so delay in moving and postponing and dragging your feet, waiting for a crisis to occur. Uh, these are mistakes and uh, try not, try not to make them. Okay. Uh, choosing a place that does not meet your long term needs. I may need, meet your short term needs, but not your long term needs. So, uh, have one of my clients, her grandmother, uh, was living in a nice memory care, senior care community. They did a great job. Uh, and then one day I get a call and she was crying and she said, uh, I have to move my grandmother to a Medicaid certified uh, facility and I just can't believe I have to do this. So she told me the story. Her grandmother was out of money, and so this, the the facility wrote a letter saying, listen, you need to move your grandma out of here in the next 30 days. And she thought they did something wrong. So she said, did, did grandma do something wrong? Did I upset someone? They go, no, 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 You everything's fine, but uh, your grandma is just about out of money, and we don't accept Medicaid. And the problem with this story is that she spent well over $300,000 at this senior care community. So she was really angry because she said, well, I thought they took Medicaid and I guess I didn't ask and I guess they didn't tell. 
So we took a kind of a difficult situation. Uh, it, it was it was really tough, but we found a great place, Medicaid certified. She relocated her grandma, and it was okay. But it's absolutely not what she wanted to to happen. She wanted to move one time and have her age in place, regardless of her financial uh, position. So senior care consulting. When we sit down with our clients, we project financial costs and how long your assets will last, and then determine the right course of action based on the financial analysis. That's a big part of what we do when we sit down with our clients and building our care profile. The financial component is a big one and there's just no, no way around it. So, uh, uh, we, we help people avoid that mistake. Uh, a client, uh, whose dad walked out of the building, uh, he has dementia. Uh, he's never wandered before. So, you know, we, we chose a place, uh, that didn't have memory care because we just, we, we just really not worried about it. He has dementia. He's never wondered before. Uh, and we think that that's just probably years and years down the road. And then about three or four months into his stay, guess what? He left the building and he went shopping. And, and he really did. He was, he wasn't trying to cause any trouble. He just left the building. He was staying out of his apartment. He wanted to go shopping and come back. Well, the problem with that is he's unattended. He has dementia. Uh, he didn't take his wallet with him. All sorts of things could have happened. It was really hot out. Uh, they were just moments. He had been gone for a couple of hours. They were just moments from calling the police when they found him at actually at a local restaurant. Uh, so, uh, you know, so, so the, the challenge there is they looked short term and not and not long term okay so with uh with help from senior care consulting we would look at that situation and we would say okay so you know today you know we would anticipate the needs uh, for today and in the future and we would anticipate the need for memory care at some point down the road we don't know if that's going to be in 60 days 6 months or you know 3 years pretty Pretty good chance that wandering and an elopement risk will become an issue with all of these memory-related uh, illnesses, dementia, Alzheimer's. There are lots of different types of dementia. Strokes can leave you with cognitive deficit. Uh, Parkinson's disease frequently will leave someone with cognitive deficit. So lots and lots of issues out there. It's pretty. There's a pretty good chance that... You will need memory care at some point down the road. And if the place that you're at, if they do not offer memory care, then you, there's a pretty good chance you're probably going to have to move again. And again, senior care consulting, we help our clients avoid all of these mistakes. 913-945-2800. If you want a free consultation from Senior Care Consulting to help you get it right the first time, 913-945-2800. I'll cover a whole lot more right after the break. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. For more information, call now, toll free, 1-800-331-6445. Operators are standing by, 1-800-331-6445. I'll be right back. Welcome back. You're listening to Senior Care Live on the Senior Care Broadcasting Network. 
For more information about the services offered on this program and how we can help you and your family, call our toll-free number at any time, 1-800-331-6445. Again, that's 1-800-331-6445. Back to the topic of uh, some of the most commonly made mistakes when uh, considering moving to a senior care community or maybe even choosing a senior care community. Uh, The next one that I want to touch on here is choosing a, this is pretty common, and again, and I am not against choosing a freestanding assisted living facility. I'm, I'm not against that at all. Uh, but sometimes that may not fit your needs in the long run. Okay, so sometimes people will make the mistake of choosing a freestanding assisted living facility. And then if your loved one needs more assistance down the road, more than they can provide, guess what? You're going to have to move to the next higher level of care, which is at the long-term care or the nursing home level. Okay, so I've worked with families many, many, many times over all of the years in this exact situation. They found a great place. It's a great fit for a long time, but then at some point it may not be, uh, that may not be enough care and you may have to move. Uh, so the family didn't anticipate the possibility of outgrowing that level of care. And with senior care consulting, uh, we anticipate the ongoing and increasing care needs. We discuss that possibility with you and then we let you make the decision. And some of our clients say we're going to take care of today's needs today. And if we need to move to a nursing home later on, we'll call you back and we'll have uh, we'll work with you to help us find the very best fit at the nursing home level. And, and that's okay. That is your choice. Uh, but most of our clients say, uh, I'm, I'm, in fact, right now I'm working with the family and I ask, this is all part of our care profile development, our geriatric care assessment. We talk about this. Do you want to move once or are you interested in moving uh, maybe a second time later on? And, uh, and the gentleman I spoke with said, we want to be one and done. I never want to have to deal with this again. And I said, well, then his dad's a great fit for assisted living uh, level of care, but he has some health issues. And it is fairly predictable, at least for in his dad's situation, he's probably going to need a nursing home at some point down the road. And, and I said, so do you want to move twice or do you want to move one time? And he said, one and done. I said, okay, then we need an assisted living community that is attached to the long-term care level or the nursing home level so that if and when he needs to transition down the road, he's moving down the hall or across the lawn, across the campus uh, to the next higher level of care. That's exactly what he needs. So, again, with Senior Care Consulting, we anticipate today's needs and future needs, and then we take care of that in our selection process. Okay, another one, uh, choosing a place just w- without doing very much research. Uh, this is, this is pretty common. Uh, a lot of people will just go pick a place that's close to them. Oh, well, this, this one's just down the street. So yeah, I like this one. Well, don't choose convenience over the right fit. D- try not to do that. Okay. That's a mistake. I've seen lots and lots and lots of people do that. Okay. It's just, and frankly, it's a bad idea. The one right down the street may or may not be the best fit for your loved one. So don't fall for the closest one. Don't fall for the prettiest one. Looks are nothing. Uh, the leather couch in the corner 
uh, it means nothing <laughs> when it comes to delivering care for your mom or dad or your spouse, your elderly loved one, right? That nice uh, fountain or the chandeliers, they have nothing to do with the care, the track record, the staffing ratio, on and on and on and on. It's great to have a pretty place, but just don't pick a place based on uh, its the looks alone. Okay, uh, you just or or here's another one. Well, the salesperson was pretty aggressive, so I just finally said yes and got it over with. No, absolutely not. No, no, no. Tell the salesperson to back off. If you need to think about it, I talked about this last week with Mr. Remodeler. If someone's pressuring you to make the sale and you're not ready, walk away. Just walk away. If you need the time to think about it, do some more homework, look at some other places to compare, then that's what you need to do. Uh, so, so do not pick a place without doing your research. Just, just don't do it. That's just a big mistake. Uh, choosing a place and hoping it'll work out. Well, we picked this place and we sure hope it's going to be a good place. Okay. Well, that's, um, that, that's pretty tough. And, and sometimes that might be the, the best that you can do. But again, do some homework. And, and here's, here's the mistake that that leads to choosing a place and well, we're going to give it a try. Now nah, we don't really like that too much. So we're going to move mom over here to facility number two. We're going to give that one a shot. Just see how it goes. Well, you know, I didn't like some of the nurses there, and uh, that administrator kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. So we're going to move mom to facility number three. I hear this hap- This happens all the time. This I'm not even making this up. This is very common. And, and by the fourth or fifth facility, they like that one. Do you know how hard it is to move an elderly person from place to place to place? It's a big mistake. It's so hard on them. Do your homework and and figure it out before moving try a respite stay before fully moving in if you want to try before you buy so you know so to speak quote unquote okay uh, choosing a place that you can't afford that's another mistake that i see people making and i i've i've get calls all the time about you know we moved in and then we didn't really we just we just wanted to get in and, and get dad some help or mom some help uh, and now that we're looking at the finances are like oh boy i don't know that that one this is we don't know how affordable this is and we think we need to kind of rethink this the place he's in right now is private pay only we we may need to relocate to a medicaid certified facility in case dad or mom or the elderly loved one runs out of money. So again, you can be proactive and get that, uh, with senior care consulting. Again, we, we analyze that. We anticipate that we take care of that on the front end again. So we're not going to make any mistakes. And then here's another really big one. It's, and this is just very commonly believed that many people are not happy with the facility that they're currently living in. Uh, maybe something's happened. The personnel has changed. Uh, the policies have changed. I just, I just hear so many stories, uh, or all of a sudden, you know, the food used to be good and all of a sudden they decreased the budget and now it's not so good. Or, uh, I, I heard a story the other day. The administrator is on, uh, the more cost that she can cut, the bigger her bonus is. So we have poison ivy growing in our, <laughs> I, this is what someone reported to me. Poison ivy growing in the courtyard. So I won't even go out there until they take care of that. Okay. Okay, so it, it could be a million reasons, but if you're not happy with the facility that you're in, move. J- just move to another place. It's it's just really that simple. Well, Steve, you know, Dad's on Medicaid, and so it, it, doesn't he have to stay there? No, absolutely not. Now, and I can see 
why you think that, but that, that's not true. So um, I'm working currently with a, a couple and their parents are uh, both qualified. They, they both need nursing home level of care. They're both together and they're both qualified from Missouri Medicaid. So as long as we stay on the Missouri side of, side of the state line, we're going to choose just a better place, a better fit, because they're just not happy with where they're at right now. And guess what? It is your right to do so. So you do not need to stay at any facility that you're not happy with. You're not locked in. You can move. Nursing homes bill on a daily rate, especially at the nursing home level. You can move at any time, but you can move from any of these places at any time. If you want more information about that, reach out to Senior Care Consulting at 913-945-2800. 913-945-2800. All right, to everyone listening, I'm so honored you spent part of your day tuning into the program. Thank you so very much. I'm your host, Steve Keeker, and I wish you grace and peace. May God bless you and your family on this day and always. I'll see you next week right here on Senior Care Live. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t